really did well, and then Jesse Lingard. It's a decent run this from Jesse Lingard as well, and he's going to go all the way, and that's a fantastic goal by the player who won the FA Cup for Manchester United last... He goes a long way around, Graham in towards Ibrahimovic! He does it! That's what he's been brought in to do! Pogba. How about no precision? Patricio Ripper. If I bomb my baby, it don't matter if you're black or white. Lyrics from Michael Jackson. Sweet voice from Danny Talk. All I'm trying to say is we are human. No matter the color of the race, we are all human. In one way or the other, we contribute to the success of this great club, Manchester United. The emotions run wild. But an amazing save from a wonderful penalty kick, which is 50-50, doesn't warrant verbal abuse, let alone racial abuse. We will sink this fantastic club if we continue on this trajectory. As fans, and if we condone such inhumane acts, our club will sink. We use this platform to say we stand with Paul Pogba and love him with every breath we take as we recognize him as part of the Manchester United family. Welcome to the We Are United podcast, where we talk about everything Manchester United and the way forward for our beloved club. We received overwhelming messages from our pilot episode, and we are glad to bring you such joy and promise that we won't disappoint, but rather we will get better. Kindly subscribe, listen, and share. My name is Danny Talk once again. Welcome. With me is ex-Manchester United striker, <laughs> Louis Saha. Sorry. He just had the fun. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Daniel. And I told you one person is going to be a regular. Sorry for cutting you. Oh, no problem. I told you one person was going to be a regular, and he is in the person of I am Nana. Nana, welcome. I sure am Nana. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. I'm excited, I'm excited we're doing this again. We're successfully pulling off a second episode. Oh, yeah. The, the, the messages we received really put me in a very good mood to come here today. It's good. At least what we are doing is being recognized. Yeah. And I hope all the Manchester United supporters also get this too. Yeah, so we are going to talk about uh Paul Pogba and the racial abuse he, he received from some fans I actually wrote on Twitter as I saw someone verbally abusing him racially like on his tweet and then I tweeted at Twitter to take action about this because it's not fair <clears throat> to a player how are you psychologically breaking the player down he is a Manchester United player mm. trust me without Paul Pogba Manchester United won't be anywhere mm. because he's the creative spark in our team so it's very painful to see such a thing and i'm very disappointed even though the messages got me happy i'm still in a very mixed mood because it's, i'm not happy and for one i'm also black yeah. so what they are doing isn't fair to us at all yeah. so nana and gaffa saha luisa fc united striker what do you think about this I'm, I'm very happy with the uh, information you are putting across right now i mean this is a very important topic that we have to be tackling in the sport you know i think clubs and these social media 
sites should be doing a lot more to rid of these recalcitrant funds that's be that are perpetrating these kind of uh, actions on the platforms. Oh, that's I good. mean, and I'm very happy that my club, Manchester United, have decided to take the fa- uh, the step forward by approaching Twitter so that they can do something about the situation. I read about it yesterday, and I don't know how things are proceeding with the uh, uh, meeting that they are having, but yeah. I hope something positive comes out of it. Yeah, even when you check last week before our game, there was a statistic that came out that United has the biggest fan base. That's like 1.1 billion people. Fact. Fact. Yes. And that isn't just people from Manchester. So we are all part of it. Asians, Africans, we all make this 1.1 billion. So why do we racially abuse people? And um, what I want to ask is, I feel like racism is, is there and has been there. But since the inception of social media, it has been made more rampant or it has become more vibrant because, yes, because because before those days, I, I don't think social media was there, but then we weren't seeing it. But now we are really, really, really seeing it. And I don't think it's fair, no, no. Okay. To be honest, like you say, um, racism probably started way back before any of us was born and like you're saying social media has a way of amplifying everything that goes through it so the good the bad social media is able to put it out even more so unfortunately social uh, social media has done that again by making racism by amplifying the effects of racism yeah and i'd like to use this opportunity to say it doesn't look like it's going anywhere anytime soon so it's up to us <clears throat> to be able to try and stamp the foot like um saha just said Gafar said um the team has put a foot down We've seen players from other teams face such racial abuse in various ways. And it looks as if um, there's this bureaucratic approach to things where we want to see it done gradually. But our team seems to have put a foot down, approached the social media platform Twitter to be able to stamp its foot down as well to, to, to do something about it. So I'm happy that is, is happening. And aside that, I would employ we, let me say we who have been put in such positions being racially abused to be able to it's hard to ignore but look beyond it be the better person and look beyond such actions of individuals of that kind recalcitrant people who probably have certain issues upbringing issues or certain bitter uh, opinions about such people so they do what they do for whatever reason but you know we should try and look beyond them and let them fizzle out into extinction just like nana was saying It's possible that most of these people enjoy the kind of reaction that they are getting from, you know, the uh, the public. Okay. When okay. they do these things, the kind of noise that it generates, yeah. it gives them some kind of, uh, it boosts their ego in a way, you see, to see that they are trending and all that. Yeah. So if we ignore these kind of issues, eventually they realize that their actions have no effect. Yeah, so it's like some of them are feeling like zoos behind yeah. their the, the social media platforms. Exactly, exactly. Meanwhile, they are just like some normal normal people that you can handle. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to do this in the beginning, but the racism also got to me. We want to acknowledge a hero who has fallen in Junior Gogo, former Ghanaian and ex-Noyam Nottingham Forest striker, Junior Gogo. It's very, very sad to see him depart at the age of 40. He has been suffering from stroke and some ailments over the past years, and 
is very sad. Probably this is the better end to his woes. But we are also very down because we love him. He has received his fair share of criticism from donning the Ghanaian shirt. And that is normal. It happens every day. But when we talk about you, it means you're in our hearts. So our hearts to the family, friends, and everybody of Junior Gogo. <coughs> you are well. Thank you. So now let's continue, guys. Mm-hmm. Now, I think the, the, the players, I've, I've, I read something that the players have been advised on their Twitter security and, and everything, putting out posts and then watching, being careful on how they talk on social media and everything. And one thing I heard from Van Persie was, when Sir Alex Ferguson was around, United were not allowed to do anything social media, even the club itself. So you realize that after Sir Alex Ferguson retired, that's when United became vibrant on social media. That is one thing he banned because he knew the psychological effect it could have on everybody, including the team. So I think that Twitter letting people know that Yes, players, now we have to protect you from such people. And Facebook to Instagram, they all came out with things saying that they will ensure that they are doing everything possible to help eradicate this social vice. I call it a social vice because it's not good at all for anybody. But, okay, guys, enough of these emotions. Let's go back to our club, Manchester United. Now let's talk about the draw with Wolves. Are you happy with it? Um, I personally, looking back at the game, I think it was a very good performance by the boys. Okay. Especially the first half. The first half, I thought we were in total control of the game. I mean, we limited Wolves to very few chances. I don't, I don't even recollect if they even had a shot. I didn't think they had broke a sweat. Yeah. No, it was. Honestly, it was he wasn't even a part of. The, he wasn't a part of the game in the first half. It was. I don't remember seeing the year. The, the yeah, the year did hardly made any saves in the first half. I mean, it was a breeze for United in the first half. We controlled the possession. We created the better openings. I mean, looking at we should have at least gotten a couple of goals in that first half yeah. before the second half. But then the second half, it was a more balanced game. Okay. You see, it seems our players really didn't apply themselves to the game like they did the first half, probably because of the way Wolves approached the game in the second half. But then, over the overall balance of the game, I think United should have won the game and quite comfortably too. Yeah. That's what I think. Amrana, what do you think? Um, I think I'll have to go with him on that. I agree. We played quite well, commendably especially in the first half now in the second half i would admit there was a moment of brilliance from nevis where he puts that ball picked the spot beyond uh, david safe and the gear and then you know put it then there is nobody on this planet who complain about such a goal no. it was there and we give it to him a world class world class all standards so that aside and then i feel we weren't too lucky with uh, pogba's penalty yeah, yeah. pogba and a rightful penalty i think attacking enough and being brought down and i think there's an, another issue about choice of penalty takers i feel maybe you can dwell on that yeah, but yeah. he too he stepped up he, he took a rather good penalty in my opinion but it just looks as if once again a good player in uh, Rui Patricio stopped the penalty it ends there so i felt we we're very unlucky with such situations and it ended as a draw and for such reason, I think it was well deserved for both teams. We okay. played well, should have won, but Wolves did enough to be able to 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 earn a draw at the Molyneux. So, 
Yeah, and to add to what Nana just said, I mean, considering our performance there over the last couple of games, um, to come out with one point from that very difficult ground, I think it's a positive thing. No. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to look at the choice of penalty takers from a different angle. Now, yesterday, Romelu Lukaku brought out certain things about Manchester United, where he said, Anything that goes wrong in a game, when the team performs poorly, it's either him, Alexis, or Popogba to blame for it. That's what he said. It's interesting. I, I don't agree with him. And, and okay, I actually... It's interesting. I, I wouldn't say it's wrong or it's right, but it's yeah, very interesting. Right. I, I, I do agree with him because <clears throat> looking at a major section of our fans, when it doesn't go well, it's either Romelu Lukaku's first touch, Alexis Sanchez taking too much money for his performances, or Popogba being too lackadaisical on the ball. That is how I feel. And then looking at that, do you think that Popogba took himself to the slaughterhouse when he argued with Rashford over the penalty and then missed that penalty. Especially coming off eight days uh, prior to that, Rashford converted a very beautiful penalty against Chelsea. Do you think all Pogba is, is putting himself in that spotlight for people to jab him? Um, first, I would like to tackle the Lukaku issue. Yes. I don't agree with him when he says he was made a scapegoat of uh, things not going well at United because I feel every player at some point had their fair share of the blame. Okay. How often have we been chastising Smalling, Jones, Ashley Young? All those players have also been on the receiving end of the bashing from the fans. Yeah. The thing is, with Lukaku and Pogba and Sanchez, considering the amount of money that they came to the club with, yeah. a lot more was expected of them. And they are the forefront of what is supposed to be happening on the field of play. So if certain basic things that they are supposed to be doing, they aren't able to pull them off, we will definitely uh, be disturbed about that and we will call that okay. into question. Okay. So guys, and Anna, I'll come to you for your opinion. But before that, I have to sell things on my show. So we'll be going for a short commercial break. We'll be right back. All right, so hi guys. Um, we're enjoying the show and I'm sure you're enjoying the, the conversation about our beloved club, Manchester United as well. And um, we, were, we were just talking and Danny tells me of this new segment he intends introducing. He calls it Ole in a minute. You know how we, we feel if given the opportunity to be manager, we are, we're all going to be able to do a good job. So yes, Danny felt the need to be able to give that opportunity to all of us, wherever we may be, to be Ole for a minute. So. Um, you know, there's a link. We want to be able to provide a link to the WhatsApp group in the description. You can join our WhatsApp group, We Are United, and then drop a voice note of being Ole in a minute. You can speak to the boys like you were in the, the dressing room with them and you were about to, to spur them onto a game. You know, how do you want to do it? Speak to them like you would speak to them in the locker room through our WhatsApp group in a voice note. You can even talk about your 11, how you want to pick them out and why you want to pick them out. And then we'll probably put it up there in the show. So yes, do that and then let's let's see how it goes. Uh, Danny would want to give it a try so we have a, a hang of how it should go and then everybody else can take it from there. So, Danny. So guys, it's just Tottenham. David De Gea, you do what you do best. Harry Maguire and Lindelof have loved your partnership over the past few games and I think you do better. Aaron Wan-Bissaka, keep tackling. Just go for it a bit for Popo, but to find you with his diagonals. Look sure, make sure you stay back a bit. 
McTominay, the energy you have in the middle is okay. Try to just sit in front of the defense a bit. For Pogba, do what you do. Marcel Rashford and the cold white York, just be composed in the box. One matter brings that up. Okay, that was great. I think everybody else has something to say close to that or probably even better than Danny just did. So like I said, there's a link to our water group, We Are United, down in the description. Click on it, join us, and then send our, send us your Ole in a minute. And aside that, there's a big conversation being, being indulged in on WhatsApp at We Are United. So we'd love to have you there speak to us. And then, you know, let's let's keep it going. Let's keep the, the spirit of United going in our WhatsApp group. And like I said, this is Ole in a minute. So, guys, I know this place. This place is wonderful. This place has space. And this place has space for creatives. See, trust me, this is where I'm recording my podcast, our podcast, the We Are United podcast. This studio is the Unlimited Africa Studio, located at Exhibition Runabout. Just get there, ask anybody where the Unlimited Africa Studio is, and they'll direct you there in Dansoma. Yeah, and right now the Wi-Fi is up. There's a 40-inch Samsung TV where you can watch your videos, your photographs. Everything that you do, you can just display it on the screen to see how good it is. There's big space for the dancers like Dance God Lloyd and the upcoming Dance God Lloyds like myself. And then, trust me, there's so, there's so much you can do in this space. And this is the Unlimited Africa Studios. As the name suggests, Unlimited. Your creativity, we can't limit. It is unlimited. So just come. Just come and patronize it. We are bringing you more things. You have so many lights. Anything to do whatever you feel. If you are creative, just come here and you'll be happy. And then we are talking about the Build X Studios. Build X Studios is where our producer, champion producer Enoch is from. And that place is also the digital marketing space for the creatives. So you come here into the open space of the Unlimited Africa Studios. You do whatever you do. And then to market it, you just go to our producer, Enoch. And then you do that magic for you on that digital platform. So guys, don't forget. It's the Unlimited Africa Studios where we are recording this podcast from. And our producer, our digital marketing space, our champion man, Enoch, from the built X Studios. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, so we are back. Um, Nana, what do you think about Paul Pogba's situation? You see, last week when uh, Rashford stood behind the ball, I was like, okay, where's Paul Pogba? And then he converted it. This time, we saw Paul Pogba take it and I'm like, oh, where's Rashford? Yeah. You see, so it should, so Shosier, sorry, Shosier, bring a player or stamp his authority and say, this player is my penalty taker. This is like the same situation with Neymar when he went to PSG first. And then under Unai Emery, they had certain uh, confusion yeah. about who would be the set fee taker. Between Cavani and Neymar. Yes, between yeah. Cavani and Neymar. So do you think that social to rather stamp his authority or there's no one to blame for this we should just move on as united fans because we are, we are suffering from the stress of adam Molyneux. Yeah. so what do you think um, Nana? okay so this is what it is and we have been told or we know for a fact that at every point in the game when someone steps up to take a penalty yeah it's two things you either you score you either score or you miss yeah pogba has scored and quite a number of penalties he's missed a few as well Rashford has scored and missed a few as well. 
even the likes of our great Cristiano Ronaldo has scored a few, has scored a lot and missed quite a few. Let's yeah. mention even Messi. It's it's regular and it's normal. But like you said, as passionate fans, it's it's it hurts our hearts to see a penalty being missed. So I feel that's what we need to deal with for starters. He missed a penalty. It's not the end of the world. We strive, we move on. It was clear how much it hurt Pogba. Usually Pogba wouldn't show too much care about certain things, but throughout the game, you can see the penalty miss was over his head. It hung like a shadow over his head and he wasn't really cool about it. And knowing Pogba, if that is what he goes through, I feel it's, call it punishment enough to go with. And then that aside, I feel it's just one of those things. Now, as to the choice of the penalty taker, I understand, I think I heard something somewhere about um, Ole saying both of them are designated kick takers for United. Yes, that's what he said. And yes, and then also I, I I realized in the game that Pogba not argued, but spoke with um, Rashford about it. I think he mentioned to him, or Rashford asked him, that's what I gathered from the pictures, he asked him whether he would take it, and Pogba answered in the affirmative. And then Rashford, seemed to give him his blessing by tapping his chest and saying you take it yeah. so afterwards i don't think anything else should be above that we missed the penalty and whatever happened in the game happened okay so moving on from the penalty let's move on from the penalty yes, let's, let's move on from the penalty <laughs> okay so so now I'm, I'm i'm getting more realistic here something that has been bothering me with manchester united over the seasons is our inefficiencies when it comes to set pieces yes you look at our game against Wolves, you see that Daniel James, people say he's too raw. Yeah, he's too raw. But then what he does on the pitch, tracking back, running with pace, heartless chasing of the ball. And one thing that I'm very proud of is his ability to attract set pieces. He does that at very, very, very important points of the pitch, where if we get teams that sit back, and do not allow us to play that dominant football. We can punish them with set pieces. But it looks like after Manchester United or Daniel James goes down, then we fail to convert. We brought in Harry Maguire. We feel that, yeah, he's an aerial threat. But then we see that, no, there's no set piece master taker or something. What, what do you think? Because this, this really baffles me. Um, with that being said, I would just like to say that Rashford taking our set pieces and our free kicks is total nonsense. It's total nonsense. I saw, I saw that coming. We have never understood I this. I saw that ever. I mean, the guy hardly converts anything, but he's always behind the ball. There's that ready to kick it. Does anybody, does anybody remember that, that, that free kick? Yeah, I remember that one. Yes, it was like, why? What the hell was that? What the hell what was, was that, that about? I, I, I was like, I was awestruck for like five minutes just trying to... Uh, Understand, understand what, what was going on. Exactly. Why, 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 why Apparently, maybe he does, he does magic at training. Yeah, you see, no, the thing is, if you are trying to make him play like Cristiano Ronaldo and he hasn't been that way since last season or even before last season, yeah. why do you make him continue? The thing is, since he's an academy player, I think the club is trying to prop him up as, you know, uh, one of the poster boys, the main guys of the club. And they feel like with time, he'll mature into that role and deliver consistently like they feel he should be. But for me personally, I don't think it's the right thing right now. He doesn't seem to have that level of, you know, technique to be taken on freaking duties at the moment. They should allow him to mature a little bit. Once they did, 
delegate that task to someone who is more adept to doing it. Any 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 suggestion? Well, um, well, I like your submission from the beginning because you brought me to my conspiracy theory, <laughs> where I say that the reason why I'll consider Eden Hazard as a world class player, but not the world best player, is because he runs away from set pieces. <laughs> because to be the best in the world, you have to be the best at everything. Yeah. Lionel Messi takes free kicks. He takes the penalties, no matter how many times he misses. He plays. He does everything on the pitch, and I think United are trying to prep Rashford for the world-class yes. status exactly. to exactly. be the world best that exactly. they want him to take. But it's costing us three points. Exactly. The, the thing is, no, there is no doubt in Rashford's potential. I mean, uh, in a few years to come, he might live up to that. Still 21. High. He's only 21. And his numbers are quite commendable. But they should give the fans a break because we are the ones that usually suffer from some of these... Uh, decisions that they take heartbreaking yeah, moments this is very heartbreaking moment to see him rocket the ball over the bar and take the next one is very disappointing so they like your suggestions um, for Pogba um, yes I think Pogba Pogba is a very good uh, taker of the ball he has a very good technique in delivering the ball into the box and um, Andres Pereira too yeah. yeah I think he's also quite good at that ball situation so but they should Try Andes because we've seen too much of Rashford to know can I, that. Can I, can I ask yeah. a yeah. question then about oh. Saha? Against Palace, if we had a penalty, who do you expect to be the ball? Um, I personally, I think Marshall should be the ones to be taking our penalty. Oh. Wow. Personally, That's the defense I didn't see that coming. Yes, because yeah. so far, uh, uh, as far as I know, Marshall, all the time he has been taking the uh, penalties for United, I've seen him miss only once, and he has been at the club for like three seasons. And he has he hasn't been taking it consistently, but every time he stepped up, he looks more assured than anybody else that I've seen taking it. Rashford has converted four out of four. Is it four? Yeah. I think it's only two. It's four. Really? Yeah. Okay. But this season? No, like but overall. But Marshall has a record of like um, is it six out of seven or something? Oh yeah, Marshall. So it's good. it's a he's a really good. And on the contrary, uh, Pogba, Pogba is said to have missed four penalties. Four penalties the from eleven. Yeah. From eleven, he has missed four, which is a very poor return for, you know, someone who should be good at taking pe- uh, penalties. penalties. Okay. So, so now let's go to a game at Crystal Palace. They are back at Old Trafford, where we demolished Chelsea. I was so happy that day. So, what do you think? What do you think is the setup to beat a Palace side who have been abysmal? But then we know from last season, I don't rather, I don't smile or laugh at teams that have been abysmal because when they come to Old Trafford, then they become like Hercules, <laughs> a, a 11 pair of Zeus yeah. and Poseidon. <laughs> so I don't think I should be smiling. But looking at how our team is performing now, I think uh, I, we should be at the laughing end. So what do you think Ole can do? What setup can Ole put out? Would you try Mason Greenwood or something, the starting lineup against uh-huh. the Wolf for Crystal Palace? Sir? Okay. Um, personally, I think um, the lineup that we he, he put out against um, Wolves, yeah, it was good. But the only down point to that lineup was the performance of Jesse Lingard. So if I will make any changes, I would take Lingard out 
Jesselenga should be playing under seventeen. I don't know, but you know, you know how most of the guys we have back in the group at yeah, yeah, yeah. United or WhatsApp feel about Lingard. Aside, our man, our big man, Omani. Omani. God, Lingard to his grave. I mean, so I don't think you want to have him here. No, 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 no. And shouts to KB have, in London. Yeah. yeah. But we have to be really honest with ourselves. I mean, Lingard for the kind of role that he plays for the club, his return should be far better than what we are seeing now. Yeah. I mean, a striker that can go the whole of a season without scoring in all of the months for except for one month out of I mean, the you play number ten and out of one hundred and thirteen games, games, you have only ten assists. Really, that's that's really poor yeah. for someone who plays in an attacking position. It's, he should be sad. delivering uh, on a regular basis. He should be doing far better than what he's doing now. In my view, I think we should play Angel Gomez. Yes, as our pivot, our yeah. number ten, because looking at his pace, his energy, his ability to create. Yes, yeah. that is something that can help United. Yes, yes, that's that seems like a reasonable choice, but I think. He should be easy into that position. We don't okay. want to put him under a lot of pressure. But this against a woeful Crystal Palace time. I mean, it will be a good time to give them the yeah. starts. I think it's an in a game like this, it's an opportunity. But as in going forward, as the main number 10 player, I think they should take it easy on the young lads. They should ease them into it slowly because they're only 17, 18. They're not ready for that kind of regular football. So we can start with Mata in Mata, the hole. I think so. Yes, let's start with Mata in the hole. And if it doesn't work, then we can introduce Gomez and see. Maybe even Pereira. Person. Yes, even Pereira. Because yeah. he's good in those attacking positions as well. I think Crystal Palace is an opportunity for us to be able to stamp out our, our, our authority on, yeah. on teams. And at, at the same time, to be able to find an identity, especially in our starting level. You know, even the likes of City, um, Liverpool, who are get a little up there way yeah. more than we are i still yet to find which team is going for this season so it's an opportunity to also try and you know um i like that yes yeah, strengthen our, our choice of 11 you know the back is sorted now mm, i don't yeah. think any united fan will have any any names else mm. than what we have big him up once again yeah. i believe we'll be picking him up every week after big up Aaron one bisaka yeah, one bisaka not there, was a, there was a video of his dad talking about how he he, he still made him choose, discipline, yeah, discipline yes. the right choice of friends and everything, making him a better player. Yes, I think yes. uh, typical African parents. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I commend our parents. Very, yeah, very, very commendable. Very yeah. commendable. Yeah. I feel Africans naturally have um, a, a form of education that you can't do away with. When it's it very pragmatic, but you have still. to take it. Okay. So I feel yeah. that that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's fine. If we don't do this, we will die. <laughs> we have to big up the Manchester United group that we are in. Okay. If we don't do this, the boys will kill us. Okay. Papa Dapa, Omane, Josh, KB, New Love. Hey, boys, please. Yeah, we they do ammo. We they do ammo. Shouts. And then we'll send the link just in case you want to join the Manchester United group. You have to subscribe and then you join the link when when we come. So you we are, we are good to go. Can I also send a shout out to no problem um, a, a group that I'm part of on Facebook, Football Fans Forum. To all the guys out there, big ups. This your boy represented. <laughs> the United fans. Yeah, are. all the United fans. The rest of you, I, I have no idea what's up with you. <laughs> so guys, give me your eleven again, Crystal Palace. Um, Nana, would you like to take that? 
uh, I don't know. I'll just probably go with what most of the pundits are, are saying for this weekend. Yeah, safe hands as usual. I wouldn't want to mention who will be in the goal, yeah, yeah. the year. Um, Juan Bisaka, the usual, Maguire, yeah. and then um, Lindelof. That partnership looks like the future for United. Yeah. And then Shaw, um, left back. Now in midfield, we probably want to bring in Mata for Lingard this time. And then, of course, our darling boy, best player, <laughs> Pogba. Star ball. Yeah, I hope he comes back hard, you know, and then, you know, yes, hits back at the critics with some goals, yes. some assists, long ranges and stuff, yeah. you know. And then I think McTominay is doing well. Yeah. It's 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 too early to try and punch holes in his performances. They, yeah, there are some lapses, but I feel we should still go with him. So McTominay. And then we have up front the new Dwight York and <laughs> Rashford and then Marshall. So I think that should be it. Mata should be able to bring a change into that, that 10 position. Guys, your predictions. On Saturday. Let me let For me, I think we should be able to deliver another thumping on the weekend. So I think 4-0 FC is back. I don't know. I'm sure Crystal Palace are going to be aware of our threat. Okay. So they will not come there looking to fetch goals into their basket. <laughs> I feel they will try and come prepared. I think our back is solid, so we might not concede. But I feel maybe we'll put three past them. Okay. I'm a little conservative. But so, I, can, I, can I remind you, I had my, my prediction spot on last Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah if anybody did. listened, I, I, I think I predicted. We, we have a prophet in the building. Yeah. And narrow <laughs> guys. Before, and then the draw came out. Okay, guys. So I'd like to pick up Benjamin Patawa. He sells jersey, so if you want your jersey, you can get it from him. I'm actually doing this because I'm waiting for my free jersey. So, Benjamin, big up yourself. Yeah. Guys. Jersey man. Yeah, the jersey man. He's also in the group, right? Yeah, he's in a group. So. We need to find an opportunity of making this group bigger. You know, it's a WhatsApp group. I think for Pogba to even join this group. He will. I'm sure eventually he would. Yeah, he will want Bissaka to join. Come on. My darling boy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure we'll look, we'll look at a way of trying to, to yeah. putting our group on the map. Mm. So guys, I didn't write anything to end the show because I know the show is great on its own. But let me just say a few words to try and end it and make it look more professional. Forgive me. So now let me try something, a freestyle. It's been long, it's been hard, but we are still Manchester United in blood, in heart. In spirit, no color should determine what Manchester United is. We are bigger than this. We are bigger club. We are bigger brand than this. 1.1 billion souls in unison. It should bring us victory. It shouldn't divide us. So I leave you with these words. We are Manchester United for a reason. And uh, I'd just like to take a freestyle also from my, my guys. They are last words and then we end the show. Thank you. Um, this is Saha, and the speech Danny just gave is a really powerful one. I mean, we are all one people. It doesn't matter the color of our skin. So all this racism stuff should be cut out from the game so that we can enjoy it for the pure fun that it gives us. And yeah, I look forward to a good weekend of football. And um, personally, I feel, I feel um, at an advantage being a United fan, I feel Personally, I feel we are, we are supporters of the greatest team in the world. So definitely, we are, yeah, definitely. So we are, we are lucky, or we are more, we are, we, are, we, are, we are put on a pedestal to be United, call United fans. So I think we shouldn't rub that in the mud 
by doing things others do. There are certain support of other teams who would do this casually and mm-hmm. be able to get away with it. But we would want to say we do not condone with things like um, racism and any other form of virtual um, mm-hmm. social vice. Mm-hmm. And we we are united. We're going to get greater. We are down. We're going to rise. There's 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 more to come for United. So I feel we are proud to be United fans, and we are looking forward to to greater things. Crystal Palace, beware. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to listen, don't forget to subscribe, don't forget to share. Ladies and gentlemen, on that poor pop but not mercy.